0: Good morning, good evening. I welcome you to Revolve, our weekly webcast for consciousness and culture. And I'm very happy to have with me Elizabeth DeBolt. Elizabeth, you are producing in uh, uh, two days a global program that's called One World. Bearing Witness, belonging to Earth. This is a global spiritual activist program. Can you tell us uh, what is the idea? What are you doing? Uh, what uh, is spiritual activism in the internet, and how is One World Bearing Witness a form of spiritual activism? Mm. Hello.
1: Hello. Thank you, Thomas. It's it's very it's lovely to be here with you um okay, so big questions what is one world bearing witness or let me first by maybe start with the question you asked about spiritual activism maybe that's the the place to begin um, because one one world bearing witness is uh, a conscious attempt to affect consciousness it is a um it is spiritual activism, or is, which is called different things. Sometimes people call spiritual activism sacred activism. Sometimes um, I think David Nichol coined the term subtle activism. And what it means is that that one is attempting through collective action to create change, a shift in human consciousness, a shift in the the more subtle realms of human experience and why why would one want to do that because our our deepest assumptions are held at held in us at a very deep level our belief that we are separate from each other that we are separate from nature that we are um, yeah completely alienated uh, uh, autonomous beings is a very deep idea, belief that is held at, at a subtle level of, of, our, of our being. And so the idea is that to change those bedrock beliefs that we have, that we need to work at a bedrock level, at, a, at the level of consciousness or, or at, at, at the level of, the, of, of subtle energy.
0: So spiritual activism or sacred activism is a form to be aware of the depth of consciousness, of how we are human beings also in a very deep and subtle level of uh, what we call consciousness, and how this is something that also affects us collectively as a society. And what you try to do and what you uh, kind of created and what I'm also happy to be co-hosting together with you is a form of working with consciousness via the internet and via um, many participants. There are several thousand participants who have signed up to this event of One World Bearing Witness. And uh, you've invited spiritual activists, spiritual teachers, uh, wise people from around the world to do what?
1: You mean what are the participants and the speakers doing? So the the it's a 24-hour collective spiritual practice, and what that means is that that the spiritual activists or sacred activists and and uh, uh, spiritual leaders who are joining us, like Charles Eisenstein, Rabbi Jill Hammer, Thanissara, Pai Villarazza, Ruth Langford, Pierzia, these amazing people, um, that they are going to lead us in practices, not just impart, in um intellectual ideas, but lead us in in practices to awaken and uh, awaken and deepen our non-separation with the earth that has given rise to humanity, and uh, our separation from nature, and our separation from each other. So they are going to to guide us to to deepen this individually, but because we are several thousand globally, we have people responding from the Philippines to Singapore, to parts of Africa, India, um, Peru, Guatemala, all around the world, that 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 we're we're creating a, a, a kind of network um Pierre Teilhard de Chardin spoke about the noosphere, where we're looking to create a network that that deeply connects in non-separation, that recognizes our non-separation from each other and from Earth, and that in that in that we create a, a, a bit a step of an imprint for a human way of being that emanates from non-separation rather than from the separation that particularly those of us in the West, in the modern West, have have accepted as reality.
0: The two of us, uh, we have worked already for quite some years to do seminars, webinars, uh, online gatherings on the Internet, and uh, together I think we made this quite amazing experience that via something like uh, you can call a cold technology, like internet, computer, seeing people from all around the world coming together on screen and you see people, people's faces, faces uh, watching you, seeing you on screen. And as you are saying, people from all continents, from many countries. That's something uh, I find quite miraculous is happening that I think the internet is not really known for, and that is a new potential of the internet, in particular about live video gatherings on the uh, internet, that without the need to travel anywhere, without uh, uh, the, the need to leave your country, all of a sudden you find yourself together with people in their relational space and I'm just always very impressed how something like uh, a magic thing is happening when we are online before uh, we go online uh, I am where I am uh, in my room in front of my computer all of a sudden uh, so and so and so many people are showing up on the screen and I feel something. I feel human connection. And we start to talk and there is a dialogical space opening up that has heartfelt, that is very embodied. That's maybe one of the strangest experiences because you're sitting in front of the computer and all of a sudden you you're talking with these people, you're engaging with these people and you feel that your whole body is part of this. And even more strange though, it it feels like uh, you feel the other people and their embodiment. And although everyone is a thousand and thousands of miles away, there is something like a shared field opening up. And I think this is what also inspired us to say, wait a moment, there's something possible with the internet that, uh, Not many people do. People can meet with the heart, with their souls, with their consciousness in a very direct way and something very human can happen in a field that holds thousands and thousands of miles globally.
1: Great. I think that's, that's, um, I mean... Technology, like the Internet, is more, well, it certainly was, it, while it was created to connect us, you could say, um, or that one of the, the power of the Internet is its connectivity. That's usually meant in a very, in almost a materialistic way. You know, you'll be able to connect with more customers. You will be able to connect with your family or something, you know, people, something that's very, kind of concrete um, but the it, it it's interesting for those of us who are interested in consciousness per se and interested in the potential of the development of consciousness this connectivity can get very real as you were saying um, very embodied um, but that 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 it, it seems that that we're starting to humanize. And, and actually, it's interesting. I don't usually think of, of Teilhard de Chardin, but he's coming up for me right now. He talked about the, the harmonization of, of the world. And it seems that, that through human intention and attention and awareness, that, that coming together on screen, which is what people will do in One World Bearing Witness, and 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 being together creates an experience of of presence that is not held simply by oneself but is it but it is felt as part of a field and that field is what I'm speaking about as a, a kind of baseline in human consciousness and that which we are looking to affect? Can we create a deep conscious awareness of the fact that at the level of presence or being, that there really is no separation between us? That at this level, we are not separate from earth. Can we create a large web of human presence that that recognizes this, and holds this as, as the deeper reality that needs to come forward now.
0: Mm-hmm. He invited uh, several spiritual guides to kind of be with us in, by the way, a time period of 24 hours. And part of uh, this 24 hours is that many people will meditate many hours in this period of 24 hours. Some of us even will meditate for the whole period, 24 hours. So it will be really a very long, very broad global meditation with spiritual guides um, talking to us, doing rituals with us. Is this something... You really can do in this way? What's your experience?
1: My experience is that it's actually quite powerful and uh, very deeply affecting. It, it, uh, that one gets a, 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 a taste or a recognition of the kind of both the universality and the specificity of human experience, of being human. One realizes that that we are connected at this profound level, and that that we each hold different puzzles or different parts of the puzzle of what it means to be human, based on our different circumstances. So there's there's a. a, a, a prof, people tell me, and it's also been my experience, that they walk in the world in a different way afterwards. Because one recognizes that one has shared something with people in places that have just been names in the newspaper, for example. Uh, places that, that, that they maybe have some under ideas about or have read about. But there's a different felt sense of our shared humanity and of our non-separation from, from this beautiful planet on which all of our, all of us walk. Um, so there's there's a, an expansion, a dramatic expansion of one's sense of aliveness, and also a deepening of one sense of of oneness with or to or, or, or unity.
0: We will do this with uh, Buddhist spiritual teachers, uh, Jewish teachers, uh, Sufi teachers, and also shamans who do rituals. And one shaman that you have invited who does the, in fact, the the end ritual of this 24-hour period, Meza Niue. We already had invited him once for a seminar that we did online, where he did a a very shamanic thing. He did a, a fire ritual. And he uh, he worked with the four directions, and he worked with water and fire. And before we did that, I found this kind of a let's say a very daring idea to, to do something so earthy, so down to earth, so indigenous in a such postmodern technology like the internet, and he worked uh, with a video camera and he had, uh, where he was, uh, someone who helped him with a fire ritual and he asked us to have a candle with us and there were not thousands of people, but there were, I think, 20, 40 people, whatever we were on, the, on, on this seminar. And there was an experience of how this circle of people really related to the elements like fire, like water, like air, in a way that had a span all over the different countries and all over the different continents. And I heard from several of the participants of this ritual with uh, Meza Niue, that it really deeply affected uh, their life in a way that they found very surprising because they also they just were sitting on next to a computer, they, uh, watching the screen, participating. But this went much deeper than uh, one would expect. What can happen via computer? What was your experience with this, and uh, why do you think is this happening in this way?
1: Yeah, I remember that at a certain point we all, after after Metzah did uh, did his his um, blessing and acknowledgement of the elements and particularly of water, we all drank drank a bit of water, and there was some way in which all of a sudden, instantaneously, the sense of of water being alive, being life, kind of ran through my body. And I think from what I heard from other people, that ran kind of opened up and you one recognized the 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 truth that water is life and that it's everywhere, that water is in everything, through everything. It was it was a, a very a very powerful experience. And um, it it I mean we we often in the West using um, speak about, although I think this may have come from the East. We speak about uh, consciousness as non-local, that uh, that that it a shift in consciousness is simultaneous throughout whatever body we're talking about at the same. It, it ha- that the shift happens at the same time. Mm-hmm. And I think that that part of what is so powerful about people coming together in spiritual practices like this, and coming from different different traditions that hold different ways of seeing mystical truth, of unity, of oneness, of diversity and oneness, is that we have all these different access points to to the the the, the truth that that. That there is, I keep saying it, non-separation, that we are, that there, there is this unity. And it is not an idea. And I think that that's incredibly important. It's not an idea. It's a felt reality in the midst of, of a process like this. That one has a direct perception of, in this case, the the, the, the life of water the aliveness of water, the mystical power of water, but also in meditating, as long as we will be meditating, one will have this experience about human humanness and perception. human and human consciousness itself. So that, that, that the water. the uh, sorry. Um, this non this non locality means that 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 we are we are all touching something together that that is uh, that is revealing a deeper truth about existence and reality than the one that we we usually live in let's put it that way the 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 usual modern Modern, -modern, postmodern, contemporary, uh, Western mindset.
0: I think you call this 24 hour global vigil being with Earth.
1: Mm. Belonging to Earth. Belonging to Earth.
0: Mm -hmm. And I would like to talk this belonging to Earth because there's also something that I experience uh, with this kind of. internet rituals let's call it like this in a very strong way when you're very in a very conscious way with uh, meditation with dialogue with rituals with people around the globe together in a shared consciousness you become aware of earth in a very particular way that I find very unique. I haven't experienced that in any other way because you are sharing consciousness with other conscious people and you are together in this and you are in this, not sitting in a place like here in Frankfurt, Germany or in San Francisco, in the USA or wherever, you are all over the place. So all of a sudden, earth, this living being earth uh, becomes real in a very tangible way because we are aware of it from all these different places at the same time.
1: Yes, I think that that this is the network that I was speaking about. That that we create a network that is a that, that is expansive. That's also what I meant by once consciousness expands. And it expands not just in a higher state experience, but in the 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 recognition that I, whoever I am, extends across time and space, and is sitting in in Mexico, in uh, Vancouver, in in Jerusalem, in wherever that, that there is a that there is a larger Self-sense that is actually rooted around the world in this, in this kind of network consciousness, in this network awareness. One, one is spanning the globe as a human being. Of course, one is sitting somewhere. One is, one is, one, one is physically present somewhere, but one's awareness has, has opened along the lines of the curvature of the earth. To embrace this this, this, this field of, of awareness that we are all, that we are and that we are part of. One gets a different a sense of a different possibility for being human in this. And that also relates to work that we've been doing for many, many years around We Space or the Higher We or Dialogue. That, that, that that there are coming into our perceptive capacities now ways of understanding what it means to be human that go beyond my individuated self. Mm -hmm. And that is a very, uh, I feel that that we're working with that on a global, global level. We're seeding, we're seeding that with events like this and in smaller groups, when we really investigate this, uh, the potential of 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 this we and this collective intelligence, this shared intelligence, shared heart. Um, we're going very deeply with this, but but uh, an event like like the one that we're doing. Actually, if I could just say, I often ask people to think about what would it mean if instead of our first assumption in meeting another person was one of of oh there's a different person there's an other but the, but the, the ground that that our our perception of another person came came to us from was we're, we are here together on earth we are both earthlings we are both human this we are we are part of the living envelope of this living being that is earth we are that both of us are that if that were our first, our starting point in conversation, in anything that we do, the world would be a different place. An event like One World Bearing Witness is an attempt to, through thousands of people across this planet, make a step in that direction, to make a slight imprint, as I said before, uh, in, in human consciousness that this is this is where we, should, we, we really begin. From this place of 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 humanness of aliveness of earth childrenness
0: <laughs> you mentioned it, and I would like to highlight it again uh, because it is a very direct experience of shared consciousness, and as you also said um uh we are going in depth uh, what the potential of this shared consciousness is in uh, different uh, uh we space work that we do in seminars that we do about what we call also the higher way but in an event like this um i find it quite stunning how just being connected with all these people around the globe listening to a spiritual guide or meditating together it seems to be undeniably obvious that a shared consciousness is opening up. And just the experience of this itself changes me, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: changes my experience of what it means to be human. That's right. And we talked about uh, this being also a form of sacred spiritual activism. I just have no doubt that um, having this experience together changes how we engage with each other on a global scale because we have a very different direct experience what it means to be together on this globe. Something like what we sometimes call co-consciousness is not a, kind of a very interesting, maybe very obscure word. It's a direct experience that there's something opening up between us. Uh, it, it's opening up around the globe with, I don't know how many people and it's life and it's real here. And just to be exposed to that is a powerful experience.
1: Mm, indeed. I, I think it. It's uh, it's it's very confirming, and I I I uh, I had a, a message a message from uh, one of the participants who registered, and and uh, she said um, this is an SOS, this is a, a cry for help. She said I have spent all my life working for change, and uh, and and I realized recently that I have lost my hope. And I'm, fine. I'm, I'm hoping that this event will make a difference, and I think it will. Because when one, one experiences this sense of collective consciousness and a shared intention, and in many ways also a shared heart, a shared care for life, for our planet, for, for whatever this is that we are part of, this amazing living matrix, <laughs> this this uh, this extraordinary cosmic experiment, that when we realize that 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 there is that we that this isn't just something living in me, but it's actually alive between numbers of us, and it has a it has a a, a beauty to it that is that is extraordinary. It gives hope, and it, it gives a sense of of I think more than hope potential that there's a, there's potential here for for transformation. We may not know how to make that happen, but that somehow it has to do with our our connection.
0: Okay, let's uh, maybe also um, ask a critical question yeah. for both of us in this, because one also could say, oh. I understand you're very excited about this it's 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 a it 's a cool experience all these people all around the globe you you listen to these uh, inspiring people you're doing whatever rituals you're meditating together wow sounds sounds like a great event for you but does it really change anything Is this really a form of activism Is this not just kind of a spiritual entertainment that we are doing doing this Uh are critics uh, who would say something like that uh, right? Is it really just something that's uh, maybe powerful, nice, what I've experienced, but basically it doesn't really make any difference? It's, it's spiritual entertainment.
1: Yeah, I had somebody write to me and say that she had tuned in from uh, from Palestine last time, and and it didn't work. It didn't. It didn't change anything. Mm-hmm. And, um, but I my my. My sense of that is is the, the the following. Right now we're faced with crises that are, if you're sensitive and looking at like what is not not what are the surface sim- symptoms like maybe a, a Trump or a Boris Johnson or a Viktor Orban. Where it's, it's not not what's what are the surface manifestations of things that are not going right in in the way that one. One might have hoped for or thought, but um, what what is uh, what what's the cause of this? Where, where does it start from? Where does the the uh, the the environmental crisis, the, the 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 destruction of habitat, where does this come from? And I think you'll find there are many people much much wiser than I am who have who say well look it's how we think about things it's our core beliefs it's our our sense that the earth is is a dead thing that we are separate from them that the the, the human human being is uh is meant to rule over and take resources from this planet that these these the whole uh capitalist system is is built on ideas like that or you know, fossil fuel extraction. All this is based on a, a way of thinking and being that is has has arisen over the last 500 years in, in modernity. And if we're going to get beyond that, we're not going to get beyond it by thinking from the same, by thinking with the same mindset. So somehow we need to stimulate if you will awaken intelligence in ourselves that is aligned with what brought us here which is nature um, and and be able to make space in ourselves for what we don't know and one way I know of doing that is through meditation through different forms of spiritual practice because the spiritual path is a path of unlearning and not knowing of letting go and to let go of the ways that we have learned to be in order to be able to find and create new ways of being together seems to be one of the most urgent calls of our time. And to me, this, I, I, there is no instrumental way of thinking about what we're doing with One World Bearing Witness. Oh, we do this for 24 hours, and then this changes. But it it is a uh, it is a a collective kind of reset of of our reflex to separate, mm-hmm. and is a, an, a a a a collective way of stepping beyond the reactive patterns and the habitual patterns that we have that are about separation.
0: Mm -hmm. You touched on it. And we haven't really talked about it too much in this conversation. Uh, This 24 hours will be also a 24-hour collective meditation. Um, Also just uh, if people are interested to join, uh, there's no need to meditate 24 hours. If (laughs) if somebody is interested to just meditate one hour of this 24 hours, that's great. That's perfect. If some people uh, are inspired to uh, basically go for the whole time, that's fantastic too. Uh, But as you uh, kind of uh, mentioned, um, sharing this space together in a collective meditation um, well, let's start the other way around. Um, meditation is something powerful. Mm-hmm. Meditation, let's call it letting go of my usual sense of who I am, and opening up to the silence of presence, allows to at least to some degree uh, go beyond our usual identification how we think about the world how we are in the world how we act in the world there is some opening in this simple uh, practice of letting go and then uh, this is also both of our experience there is an extra quality additional quality in doing this together there is a sense of Meditating with other people where the sense of separation, the sense that I am meditating here gets somehow transcended that something uh, feels more that our meditation is happening here between us, however you want to call it. That already uh, changes the, u- the usual kind of uh, attitude of I'm here and you're there. Being together in, in silence literally allows one to experience that there is a shared space of consciousness that is not uh, held by a single person, it's held by all of us. And then again, uh, when this collective meditation is not just happening locally, but globally, there's something opening up that I find a, a seed of something that in a very deep level one could call a global consciousness. It's uh, only one part of it. It's the spiritual core of it. At the same time, uh, just meditating together on a global scale uh, is not enough. We have to know about the world. We have to know about each other. We have to know about global warming. We have to act. We have to uh, be active on the social scale. But there's a depth dimension of our togetherness that allows to do all of that may it be social, may it be cultural, may it be political, from a very different place because one has a direct um, experience uh, that uh, we are not as separate as we thought. And meditating together also for such a long time opens up this space in a very miraculous way.
1: Right. Yeah, I, I think that uh, the sense that that one is participating in a collective consciousness or collective awareness is a very important and powerful one to as i said kind of reset uh who who we think we are and we're living at a time of multiple crises um that are intersecting and the the res- we are going to have to respond in all kinds of ways but if, if it does come not from a sense of, you know, there's the evil people out there and I'm gonna go, you know, and I'm going against them. But if, if one is coming from a different place that is still weaving and still part of this, this, this truth that we're not, that we are, we, we are part of the same living organism, then Something different can happen, I think. I mean, that's, that's my sense. It's like we start from a different place. We may end up taking direct action. We may end up needing to stop certain things that are happening. Um, but that doesn't, but, but we can do it from a, pl- a, a very different place and a place that doesn't create continued ripping of the fabric of love and and hu- humanness—that is—that is the whole of, of 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 what we're here for.
0: And uh, so, yes, this uh, Radio evolve um, today is also an invitation. It's also an invitation to participate because the way uh, you and I are just sharing our experience, how. Global engagement via the Internet, like One World Bearing Witness, can be something that is very powerful. Um, I dare to say life transforming. Mm -hmm. Uh, And a contribution to our global crisis. It's one thing to talk about it. It's another thing to have a taste of it. Mm. So, yes, it is an invitation. Uh, If somebody has one hour, somebody has five hours, whatever, uh, to just uh, give it a try and see that something is possible between us just because we are engaging with us also via modern technology like the internet. If somebody wants to do this, when and how can they do this?
1: So One World Bearing Witness belonging to Earth this year starts at... uh, 1400 hours. That's 2 p.m. Universal time, and universal time is is the newfangled way of saying Greenwich Mean Time. Um, It's it's right now. It is London time, London and Portugal. Um, So that's that is 9 a.m. on the east coast of the of the U.S. Here in Frankfurt, it's 3 p.m. And I don't have it down for where all other places in the world, but, um, so it begins then and it will begin and, and just to say this year we're doing it, uh, in partnership with Zen Peacemakers International, which is particularly special because Sunday, December 8th, which will be when we finish, um, 24 hours after we begin is ro- Rohatsu, which is the, celebrated anniversary of the Buddha's awakening. And so Zen Peacemakers will it is uh many of many of the the, the members of that community will be celebrating rohatsu with us as we finish One World Bearing Witness on Sunday, December 8th. So it's this Saturday, December 7th at 2 o'clock Universal Time. And all you need to do is register and then you will get the information on how to contact, how to join our meditation space, which is facilitated by Zoom video conferencing. And it's free. You're welcome to make donations, but it's free.
0: So, again, that's this Saturday, uh, 9 a.m. in New York. Uh, 3 p.m. here in Frankfurt, Germany, and you can look it up. Um, You can uh, go uh, on the website, Mm oneworldbearingwitness.org, and basically you'll find all the information there. It is co-hosted by... uh, Rami Ifal, who,
1: who is the current executive director of Zen Peacemakers.
0: And it is a collaboration between, uh, Zen Peacemakers International and One World in Dialogue. And we are very happy also because, uh, the inspiration, uh, bearing witness, uh, comes from the Zen Peacemakers. It comes from, uh, Roger or- who died last year ago, but who basically is one of the big, uh, big teachers, what it means to bear witness. And he is maybe one also of the pioneers of what we we'll call, uh, what can call, a spiritual or sacred activism.
1: Mm. Yeah, actually, we didn't talk much about, we didn't talk really about bearing witness, and the power of bearing witness as a, as a, as a, as a transformational practice. But that's, that's, yes, you're, you're right. It was uh, Roshi Glassman who created the Auschwitz bearing witness retreats, who was some of the, the original inspiration for One World Bearing Witness and uh recognizing that in in cases of cultural trauma and we have so many different forms of that that one of the first healing step is to bear witness to uh to what has happened to the pain and the the joy and the suffering the suffering and the joy of what it means to be human really Um, or what it has meant to go through certain conflicts or crises, and we're in the midst.
0: Elizabeth, thank you very much.
1: You're welcome, Thomas. Thanks for having me.
0: And uh, everyone who's listening, uh, we are very happy uh, if we will be able to have you with us uh, on Saturday to Sunday, one will bearing witness uh, belonging to earth. Uh, See you there. Thank you so much.
1: Bye-bye.